0: Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey y'all! Be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at seven at C I T R. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but all right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey y'all! Make sure to catch.
1: <laughs> all right. I got to make it convincing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all! Hey, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs> For those of you big on CITR and the world of history, off and on from the years 2007 to 2014 on Thursday evenings here, along on 9 FM Vancouver, there was a program called Stereoscopic Readout, hosted by the notorious Darren Gall, devoted to, and I quote, psych, garage rock, freak beat, acid punk, folk rock, prog, and other socially and musically relevant artifacts from 1965. Till today, it would kick off with the short sting that starts this long form vision behind me. Keith Mansfield's "Funky Fanfare," oftentimes used as the intro for various Shaw Brothers film productions, recently revived by Quentin Tarantino for some of his more recent movies. Well, tonight, I list this Monday evening, the oldest song I have for you hails from 1967. As for today, well, why not some music that came out last week from one of Vancouver's spying tinglyest acts, though they're calling L.A. their new home right now, it's Black Mountain, and they have their fifth album coming out later this spring, in the merry old month of May. It's going to be called Destroyer, not to be confused with Dan Bahar's act, unless he releases an album called Black Mountain, then... I sense a conspiracy, so from their album, Destroyer, this will be Black Mountain with Future Shade. My name is Gak. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies here. CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Hey, kids. Good evening. So we get all our volumes, levels, and everything else in check, including my voice. Pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be, if you're finished with that ILTA. Otherwise, hopefully you're able to keep your heads attached, since this is Exploding Head Movies, your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's Groovy. Community Radio Station C-I-T-R, your voice in the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM, broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus, and our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of the British Columbia province. From Squamish to the north, Bellingham to the southwest, past Point Grey, and across the Sailor Sea. Although I'm going to say it's more southwest as I look at the various frequency maps as designated here, so this write-up is getting even more confusing over time. If you're to as the crow flies, or trust the nautical senses, you are going in a southwesterly direction. If you have our frequency, freak out with our friends over at CFUV, the University of Victoria. And our signal still heads east, past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in on channel 7023 in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, we are on the web, www.citr.ca. CITR Radio is on Facebook at CITR11.9. FM on Twitter at CITR Radio, and you double the R there. You can guess what it is on Instagram. I'm going to have to guess what it is on Snapchat. We are online. You can find us. Stream us on your devices As mentioned earlier, I'm Gak This will be my happening for the next two hours So please, try not to let that make you freak out Despite All proclivities Tonight Phone number of the station for those who are listening live right now 604-822-2487 To give me ample time to remember how to Punch all the buttons to get you into my ears or Occasionally My words Into your ears when it's not over there. Crystal wireless is where. Email radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Haymoves is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter, at 100air, and on Instagram, myopic man. So, yes, we heard the lead track to Black Mountain's fifth album. It's called Destroyer. That song was Future Shade. And the little army keeps building. And the story this time around with Destroyer is uh, Stephen McBean recently got his driver's license, and he had a dream of getting a 1985 Dodge Destroyer. So, appropriate to all that, let's come up with music that's appropriate for a menacing road trip, perhaps a hot rod adventure. Something on the blacktop for you to spin out. Black Mountain are touring, but the closest they get to us is Bellingham tomorrow. That is in Washington. Just an hour of drives away. They are not getting to Canada quite yet. They're touring with Luca Marr, and they're playing tomorrow, Tuesday, March 26th, at the Wild Buffalo House of Music, one of Bellingham, Washington's finest music establishments. Doors are at 7. Show is at 8. Tickets are available in advance for $16, and it is a 21-and-older show. Because, yes drinking age in most of the states is older, based on funding for interstates. So this week, after last week's profile on the late composer Andre Previn, and uh, selections from his score to the 1967 film Valley of the Dolls, it felt natural to veer into Paisley and Patchouli with the bizarre 1970s pseudo-spiritual sequel called Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Plenty of music from Stu Phillips, Bob Stone, featuring the singing voice of Lynn Carey. So, expect the Carey Nation's, formerly known as the Kelly Affair, to get in your ears. Otherwise, it'll be mostly psychedelic music, both old and new. Likely stuff you haven't heard before, though, if you're expecting to hear it from me occasionally, yeah, that only happens one now and then. But yeah. Along with reminiscing of the past EITR show, Stereoscopic Readout, uh, the Toronto Rock Station, 107, recently retired. It's psychedelic Sunday afternoons, so feels like there's less mind-expanding music with what we commonly associate with the late 60s. Socially conscious, liberally minded, progressively driven, in need of a bath, all that kind of stuff. The only difference between me and the hippies is uh, me sometimes having a point. In the background, a little bit more prog-rocky than anything else, but found via the psyche.qc.ca from Quebec. This is the duo Dion Brajean with uh, Campus of their 1977 album De as in the number two. Found it through the Weird Canada blog, which has been sort on hiatus for the past year or so. A shame, because they've dug up plenty of... The independent-minded individuals that constitute our seven provinces and three territories. At least, that's if you believe in borders. Man. But we'll start off with some recent music from Sweden's Goat, a mysterious band. They've been around for over ten years. And this is a single that came out last year. Here's Goat, Let It Burn. It's not referring to the poor Yule goat that gets seemingly burnt every Christmas, it's made of straw, it's made big, and the Swedes like their arson. Take it from a fin. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies. The Expanding Mind Cinema for your eyeballs and your ear holes. Live from the Realms, the Studio A of that glorious and aforementioned groovy little station, that you know, CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver Man.
2: It's Thursday, March 28th at the Wise Lounge for a night of independent folk music. Featuring from Toronto, Abigail Lapel, launching her new LP, Getaway. Lapel is a Canadian Folk Music Award winner, hailed by CBC3 for her haunting voice and impeccable guitar playing. With support from Vancouver songwriter Jody Peck of Miss Quincy. That's Thursday, March 28th. Doors are at 7.30, show at 8 p.m. Suggested admission is $10, but no one will be turned
1: away. Be still my heart. Don't start. Don't start. To substitute another for a family. the cartoon, all into the mine. The streets whisper to me. to a banknote right around the system Oh, I live in hope and Oh, I live in mine. The trees
0: New music from Liverpool's Clinic. From their upcoming new release, Wheel Tappers and Shunters. Referring to a fictional sports club that appeared in a 1970s British TV show hosted by a comedian. That song was Rubber Bullets. Clinic are known for wearing surgical masks when they perform the Heavy Cosmic Music Drone. They've been around since 1987. And of course, the distinctive vocals of a Blackburn under said surgical mask. And behind me, this is Montreal's Walking, and off the 2014 release, Psycho This is NSA, or Non-Stop Ayahuasca, as it were. If you are on UBC campus, specifically around the AMS student nest in the lower level, where you can kind of see CITR in action, currently UBC Boxing is having a bit of a demonstration right now. Get to see some of the students and volunteers fight in a match there. That's a good little uppercuts and fist punches there. Oh! Oh, that doesn't look good. I wonder if they could reattach that, especially because... We'll roll it down there. Time oh, to get my sports promo back in action. Sports. Let's go to Vancouver here for a little bit as we get into some Canadian psych music for you and uh, White Poppy, alias of Crystal Dorval. Most recent release from her came out in 2017 called "The Pink Haze of Love," which uh, emphasizes the dream pop element that we mostly associate with the White Poppy sound, but. Let's actually get some of that into your ear. So we'll go off of 2013's Drifter's Gold. It came out physically with the Constellation Tatsu label. Here's a little light poppy for you, with who Otter. you? Ooh, 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 ooh.
2: In the words of Henry David Thoreau, it's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. Multicultural Ministries is a national, cross-Canada, nonprofit organization that runs temple tours and gives unique perspectives into different religions from around the world, including Buddhism, Sikhism, and Islam. To find out more about them, the tours they offer, or to book one, please visit templetour.weebly.com.
0: In the background, almost like some chiptune psychedelia from 2011's Custody. This is Toronto's Denim Reptile with the bodice ripper. You can find that as part of the Benefer Editions cassette series. Assume so you can find that somewhere. Keep your eyes peeled. It's out there somewhere. And we just heard Toronto's The Wawas, spelled H O A H O A, apostrophe S. Off of their sole album, no, their second and final album, 2009's *Pop Drones Pedals*. We heard postcards. Originally formed in 2004, influenced by acts like Spaceman 3, Velvet Underground, and Stereolab. Put out two quality little albums, as EP, a couple of little singles here and there before disbanding, and they were part of the great Toronto label, Optical Sounds. Toronto's got a pretty solid psychedelic scene And um, Optical Sound's put out two outstanding free compilations Which you can get through Bandcamp If you highlighting all their artists And we'll go off some selections off 2014's Psych Pop 2 The quintet's known as Planet Creature This song will be hymns You're listening to Exploding Hell Movies In a psychedelic episode here on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver mm-hmm. Lou.
3: lately, UBC Yoga Club is here to offer you a peace of mind. Come out to any of our 17 weekly classes running seven days a week, ranging from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. We have a class to accommodate your needs and abilities. Check us out at ubcyogaclub.com
0: Two selections from optical sounds 2014 compilation psych Pop 2 First we heard planet creature along with hymns then we heard test parks with life is but a dream test parks. Been known to collaborate with Anton Newcomb from the Brian Jones town Massacre. Grew up in Toronto. Moved to London, England, for a bit to be a photographer, but went back to Hogtown. Put a whole bunch of music. Most recent release came out in 2018 called Blood Hots. Available on vinyl, or it was until it got sold out. So we got some time here. In this very psychedelic Exploding head Movies episode, let's uh, talk about some of the soundtracks out this week. Are there going to be mind-expanding, well, you go to the theaters, and maybe eat too much popcorn, or drink too much pop, or I don't know, something else that might happen that's probably not legal in any way whatsoever, but who knows. You will see things, maybe, (laughs) as the director intended. Uh, New releases, uh, John Debney provides the soundtrack to the new Matthew McConaughey film, The Beach Bum. And that's coming out all right, all right, all right on Milan Records. Don Davis is back. He's doing the score to Beyond the Sky. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. That's also where Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein's score to Butterfly is coming out. Dixon and Stein, best known for providing the music to Stranger Things. And if you've seen the trailer last week, Series 3 is coming soon. Hopper's got a mustache, and everyone's wearing Bratz. 85 colors. What else? Marcelo Zarvos provides the score to The Chaperone. That's coming out through Sony Classical. Dolor y Gloria is going to be scored by Alberto Iglesias, and that's coming out through Quartet Records. Danny Elfman's score to the live-action remake of one of my favorite films growing up, Dumbo. Coming out through Walt Disney Records. Definitely need to dig up some of the original music for that. And, I don't know. Should I do another Disney show? It's been a while. Otherwise, uh, Stan and Ollie. Biopic about the legendary Silent Era duo. Scores by Rolf Canton, That's coming out through E1 Music. On the release front, a whole bunch of vinyl edition of things. Jerry Fielding's music from the original Bad News Bears. Coming out through Versus Sarah Band. Otherwise, there is a vinyl edition of Treasure Jones along with various artists' music from Notting Hill. It's coming out through music on vinyl. Otherwise, Deep Impact, James Horner's music is coming out through music on vinyl. There's a limited collector's edition of a 1,000 units of Francis Lai's music from I'll Never Forget What's-His-Name. That's coming out through Quartet Records. Francis Lai has been part of two short little profiles with Down here on Exploding Head Movies. Otherwise, James Horner is back. Limited edition of 1,500 units. I'm guessing CDs or whatever, they guess, they can slap the music onto. His music from Project X is coming out through La Land, Land Records this week. Behind me, from Alfonso Cuaron's 2018 film that won three Oscars a couple weeks ago, Roma. Wonderful bits of Mexican psych music. This is La Revolución de Emiliano Zapata is what translates... As Lost City, Ciudad Perdida. Great movie. Hopefully you get a chance to see it on the biggest screen possible, but it is on Netflix. And since we're in Mexico, why don't we dig up one of the preeminent bands from Durango. It was definitely inspired by the Beatles and one of the first acts in Mexico to not just cover songs, but write their own. They're known as Lost Dug Dugs. And here's the title track to their 1972 album. Tied to weather conditions you see in Mexico City all the time. This is smog.
2: dedicated to playing psychedelic music from parts of the spectrum, rock, pop, electronic, as well as garage and noise rock. Sundays, 5 to 6 p.m. at CITR 101.9
1: FM. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
0: Originally recorded in 1970, but it was only released in 1998. So that definitely took some time to age. In the vaults, those was the Silver Apples with Walken, one of the first electronic music groups that was active between 67 and 69 primarily featuring uh, Simeon Oliver Cox III, otherwise known as Simeon, who built his own primitive synthesizer called Simeon, along with the drummer Danny Taylor. Originally, it was part of a band called the Overland Stage Electric Band. So, as you can tell, dealing with the Greenwich Village offshoot of, of the folk music and acoustic ideas and saying, no, we're going electric, Judas. And, uh, Simeon started incorporating 1940s vintage audio oscillator into the show. with the rest of the band, and they decided to call themselves the Silver Apples, after William Butler Yeats reference. And yes, the arsenal of oscillators grew. Wonderful synth music, never really fully appreciated at the time, but classic bit of underground psychedelia not related to the Silver Apples of the moon. In the background, this is recent music from Paint, off a self-titled release in 2017 through the Mexican Summer label. This is Heaven in Farsi. for those of you celebrated a few days ago. Happy Persian New Year! I saw the sweets on display. I hope they looked as good as well, they taste as good as they look. I always hope that anything that looks good is tasty. We'll see. My name is Gak, you're listening to Exploding Have Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory from the Student Nest on UBC campus. Where the pugilism and fisticuffs continue with the UBC boxing crew nearby. You can catch us online with live streams and podcast streams, www.citr.ca. And yes, we're all psychedelic, this week here on the show... Now we'll head to a Nova Scotia label, although I think this band is also from Toronto. They're called Poncho. They've put out any number of great little releases. And uh, this comes off a compilation from 2014. Wonderful things here. They've done split singles with the Act Walrus. Wonderful duo. They're known as the Psych Tongues. And off of the Poncho Records compilation volume one, this is Remain Unknown. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
3: Do you want to know more about human rights abuses, global issues, and international politics? Are you interested in writing to foreign and local governments in response to global crises? Are you ready to give peace a chance? If your answer is yes, then Amnesty International UBC may be the club for you. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash aiubc, or send us an email at amnestyubc at gmail.com.
0: Standard Exploding Head Movies ploy to be anticipated for next week. As, hey, let's play some songs at the same time and get confused when it's like, huh, this sounds a lot more polyrhythmic than I was expecting. Yes, quality control at our best. So that set features an amalgam, probably in chronological order, but a mishmash of stuff. we start off with Psych Tongues with Remain Unknown. Then from Toronto, we heard Zale to Infinity from the 2012 release songs from My Bedroom. She Don't Trust Me. As evidenced by what happens when I have multiple inputs here. Zale to Infinity's most recent release came out earlier this month, March 2019. It features a whole bunch of demos and impromptu recordings with Maisie Motions from 2013 to 2014. It's simply called. Birthday music. Wonderful stuff. Zale to infinity. Various selections available through Bandcamp for you to listen to. Behind me, from Munich in Germany, this is Amon Duel 2. From 1970s Yeti, this is Pale Gallery. If you're curious, there was an Amon Duel 1. It refers to the hippie commune. That this Krautrock predecessor came out of. But yeah. Based on some sort of defining incident. They split up. At least from the commune. And I'm on duel too. Have been going since 1968. To this very year. Let's head over to a place we don't normally associate with psych music. Rockford, Illinois. Pisces is the name of the band, and the Numero Group out of Minnesota put out a wonderful compilation in 2011 featuring most of the recorded music. It's called The Alternate History of Popular Music, and uh, one of the frequent collaborators with Pisces was the singer-songwriter Linda Bruner, to the point that on this Numero Group compilation, there is sort of a bonus EP featuring her own solo music, but together, wonderful stuff that sounds like it should be on the West Coast. And one oversight I can tell you from this episode is like, huh, there's not a lot of BC music here. Huh. I guess I'm going to have to do a sequel and fix that. So, anyways, here's Pisces along with Linda Bruner with a song about Sam.
1: Open Media International is a non-profit, non-partisan organization
2: working towards informed, citizen-driven internet policy. Open Media believes in
0: keeping the internet uncensored, open, innovative, secure, and providing universal access to fast and affordable networks. If you would like Open Media to keep campaigning for citizens and internet policy, you can donate to them at openmedia.org or
2: openmedia.ca. You can also find them on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Google+.
0: I submit, I never write. I'm just. I Based out of London, though featuring the Italian-Canadian soprano, composer, and multi-instrumentalist Rachel Zafira, that was Cat's Eyes, and off of their 2011 self-titled release, not self-released title, they didn't self-release it, that came out through Polydor, that song was not a friend. Along with Zafira, Cat's Eye features Ferris Baduan, who you know as being the singer from The Horrors. Cat's Eye did the score to Peter Strickland's 2014 film, The Duke of Burgundy. Well worth a watch. Definitely involves butterflies in one way or another. Past profile and Exploding Head movies. In the background from Toronto, some Turkish psych folk. does it make it a little bit louder? Make it a little louder now. As we dig up the funk parts of this psych episode name of the act is Minor Empire, enough 2011's Second Nature. This is Ozan's Psych. Let's head over to Millbrae, California next, with these two sisters, Wendy and Bonnie. Recorded one album in 1969, so going back 50 years, called Genesis. Here it is. The Paisley window pane.
2: If you're one of the millions of Canadians who experience depression, anxiety, or some other form of mental illness. There's a free course that can help. The Wellness Recovery Action Plan is an evidence-based program that It's developed and facilitated by peers who have experienced their own mental health challenges and have used RAP to recover and maintain long-term stability. It's based on the key concepts of hope, personal responsibility, education, self-advocacy, and support. For more information about the free RAP groups hosted by Vancouver Coastal Health, visit their peer-led website, SpotlightOnMentalHealth.com.
0: Toronto's Ada Vale And from a 2016 release called Blackfly Summer That was Rita Burns the Map Ada Vale is headed up by Emma Rosen And it's part of what's called a serial musical drama So at some point I have to sort out the narrative Most recent Ada Vale release came out in 2018 called Revivalist So what I provided to you is the third of five releases Perhaps there's a story to be gleaned there. And behind me from Japan, off of the Ongaku 70 Vintage Psychedelian Japan compilation, came out 2011 through the French label Hiruku, this is Stomo Red Bull Theater with Awa Odori. Yamashita was uh, one of the individuals who helped score the David Bowie film from 1976, The Man Who Fell to Earth, profiled a few years ago. While well, the Thin White Duke was around, do Miss Bowie dearly. Although if you're the news this morning, there's another recent death that uh, we have to look into the music world. But uh, that's how we'll conclude our show. But we do have to talk about one that I briefly mentioned last week. And it's been on my radar for quite some time. We're down to two monkeys now. Since bassist Peter Tork recently passed away. Full name Peter Halston Torkelson, born in Washington, D.C. in 1942, big in Connecticut. He was part of the Greenwich Village folk scene in the mid 60s, so what would you associate with Bob Dylan? He was there, acted as the lovable dummy, which is what his persona with the monkeys ended up being. Tork met Stephen Stills and moved to L.A. Stills, whom we know better with working in some combination of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and occasionally Young. Stills actually auditioned for the Monkees, but he was turned down. But the producers asked him if he knew anybody else with an open Nordic look. And Tork got the job. He was the oldest member of the Fabricated Four. And uh, even though he was always serious in person, on set, in front of the cameras, he was sort of the dopey one. Tork provided the piano intro to songs like Daydream Believer. He provided the banjo part that You Told Me. He wrote songs like For Pete's Sake which was the season two end theme. Ladies Baby, Peter Percival's Patterson's pet Pig Porgy, and Tear the Top Right Off My Head. And uh, we'll do two monkey songs for you here. Nothing that you're probably familiar with, but uh, if you're a hip-hop head, you might re- recognize the Bob Domolina bit here. And that's Peter Tork. Off of 1967's headquarters, this will be Zilch. And then we'll get off of song off of their soul film.
3: Zilch, Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina, Mr. Davalina, Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob
2: Davalina, Zilch, China Clipper calling Alameda. China clipper a- calling Alameda. China, China clipper a- calling Alameda. No. China clipper furthermore the police further Never mind the furthermore the police self defense. Is never mind the furthermore the police self defense.
1: It is of my, my opinion that the people are, are intending. It China is, China is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending.
3: It is of my opinion that the people are. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. time of the offense. Never mind the furthermore the police.
2: It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. Never mind if fence. Never mind if The general of aren't Never f- so uh, aj- are are bes- the
0: Shut up, monkeys. There, emphasis on Peter Tork. We started off with Zilch, China Clipper, Conley, and Amelia. Then, from the soundtrack to the monkeys' 1968 film, Head there was a Peter Tork song there called Long Title Do I Have to Do This All Over Again? Head was definitely way ahead of its time. Directed by Bob Raffleson, who co-created The Monkees. Also directed films like Five Easy Pieces and The Postman Always Rings Twice. Written by Raffleson. Bert Schneider, who helped produce Easy Rider. And then Jack Nicholson. As all four members of The Monkees sat with them. High on various substances. They brainstormed in a tape recorder. Nicholson came up with a story. A satirical musical about... Fame? Reaction to the rabid fan base of the Monkeys TV show? It's hard to say. It's basically a whole bunch of sketches strung together, but very... Conceptual, let's say. Do need to profile head properly one day, since I've sort of teased it out over the 11-year lifespan of this show. Probably preferably while the remaining monkeys are still alive, but... Knowing what my success ratio is on this show as of late... I hope Nesmith and DeLenz are still around for a while. Because, yeah, David Jones passed away in 2012. Before we talk about a little bit more about what happened to Torque recently, uh, Torque left the Monkees in 1969, leaving it just three members for then the subsequent few albums. Although there have been various reunions ever since, and subsequent albums that I do need to share at some point. Tork put out a solo album in 1994, a couple duet albums with James Lee Stanley, and then the show, sorry, the group, Show Suede Blues. I'm not dyslexic, Well sometimes when you hear me talk, I don't know what where word the words are coming out in, but Show Suede Blues. But yeah, Tork helped out with various reunions, and after Jones died in 2012, the Monkees did Poto Kappa albums, and there's a Christmas album I have to dig up, so... That will be for December. Peter Tork suffered from adenoid cystic carcinoma. That was discovered in 2009. That's a rare slow growth cancer in both the head and neck. A bit of tragic irony there. After various treatments and relapses, the cancer returned last year, and Tork died February 21st at his home in Connecticut at the age of 77. Similar to the Beatles, we're down just two of them. In the background, this is the broadcast and the focus group. And off of the wonderful 2009 release, "Broadcast and the Focus Group: Investigate Which Cults of the Radio Age." This is Ritual looking in. The focus group was a project headed up by Julian House, founded the Ghost Box Records label, also did a lot of the artwork and packaging for broadcasts along with Stereo Lab, Primal Screen. And you know what I mean? And uh, broadcasts, dearly beloved, dearly missed band. There's one of them still alive, James Keegan, because yeah, the vocalist Trish Keenan died in 2011. Part of the reason I'm doing broadcasts now before we get into Beyond the Valley of Dolls is that we'll actually hear a cover of something tied to its prequel in a compilation that Trish put out a bending motorway mix but let's hear some broadcast here off of 2003's (laughs) haha sound this is before we begin my name is Gak this is Exploding Head Movies on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver I think the pugilism and fisticuffs have ended we might be safe for now
2: the phone. those eyeballs your dose of 24 consecutive hours of essential cinema returns to the cinematech this spring join us for the 24 hour movie marathon march 30th to 31st 10 a.m to 10 a.m it's the sleep be damned challenge that only the most seasoned cinephiles dare to tussle with a super secret lineup of films will be served a medley of forgotten gems and art house hits from around the world there will be prizes complimentary craft beer tasty treats, and much more. This event is 19-plus. Tickets are $60, and seating is very limited. Reserve your ticket today by visiting thecinematech.ca.
1: In the interests of campus unity, and, of course, uh, the unity of the city of Vancouver itself, uh, we propose that you indulge yourselves in the liberal programming of CITR
3: UBC Radio. Take it from a leader. CITR 11.9 FM broadcasting live from Vancouver, UBC. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at
2: 7
0: Either came from Dayton, Ohio Or somewhere in Utah Because apparently everyone in the 70s Wanted to call themselves Natty Bumpo Found on Trish Keenan's Mind-Betting Motorway Mix Released A year after she had passed away Originally coming out in 1967 Natty Bumpo With their take of the theme From the Valley of the Dolls Written by Andre Previn And his then-wife Dory for the 1964, sorry, the 1967 film, focus of last week's Exploding Head Movies, which is available on the podcast. To not forget to CITR.ca, look up episode 448. I think I called it March on the Twos and Fours. I don't, don't remember why. Name things the way they are. Sometimes they're related to the profile. It involves jogging my memory and otherwise exercising some creativity that just spills out in every other way. The Valley of the Dolls spun a sequel of sorts, nineteen seventy, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, Their profile here on Exploding Head Movies for the rest of the show. Directed by the legendary Russ Meyer. Best known for films like Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill, and a whole bunch of stuff with women with big breasts. It was written by Roger Ebert, who we know as a film critic, but he moonlighted a screenwriter in odd ways. And the film starred Dolly Reed, Cynthia Myers, no relation to Meyer, although she was a Playboy Playmate, and then Marsha McBroom. Three girls in a band called The Kelly Affair, they move to Hollywood, and then they're taken into the hands of their new band manager, Ronnie Z-Man Barzell, played by John Lazar, inspired by producer Phil Spector, and they become the Carrie Nations. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls features early roles for Charles Napier and a very early Pam Greer who had a speaking part at one point but uh, she was cut after she did her thing in a British accent which I really want to find behind me there's the Sandpipers one of those easy listening acts was associated with California with their theme too Beyond the Valley of the Dolls and the original author of the novel Valley of the Dolls Jacqueline Suzanne came up with a title and treatment but uh, per 20th Century Fox contractual laws they didn't have to use her script they were desperate for cheap productions because the studio was really broke so they used independent king of the nudies russ meyer since he always came up with films on the cheap and they made a lot of money and with roger ebert meyer came up with the screenplay in six weeks that satirized hollywood and a lot of other things and yes jacqueline suzanne sued them for what was going on so the prologue in the original credits provides the disclaimer that The film that you're about to see is not a sequel to Valley of the Dolls. It is wholly original and bears no relation to real persons living or dead. It does, like Valley of the Dolls, deal with the oft-times nightmare world of show business, but in a different time and context. In an interview with the Washington Times, Russ Meyer said, This is a now movie. It's about what's happening now. The score for Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, mostly songs, but there's a mixture of instrumental tunes here done by Stu Phillips. Best known for doing the themes for the TV series, the original Battlestar Scar- Battle Galactica, and then Night Rider. And incidentally enough, Stu Phillips also worked with the Monkees on the TV show. Donna Reed, Cynthia Myers, and Marsha McBroom lip sync to the vocals of Lynn Carey, an L.A. soul singer, and she co-wrote this first song. And she can actually be heard on the next one here as well, too, as we'll have two sets of music from beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Here's Stu Phillips and Lynn Carey with Find It.
2: I turn my eyes to lunatic skies of red destruction sunrise and morning empty hide my head.
0: Nations. Although with Lynn Carey and vocals there again, with Bob Stone and Stu Phillips, that was the first version of Come with the Gentle People. The background here, this is Stu Phillips with a nice little instrumental known as Ampersand. And over the music, otherwise heard in Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, Strawberry Alarm Clock, probably the one that you know the best. They performed two songs for the film, but they also included their big hit. Incense and peppermints, which missed the cut this week since I didn't want to feel like your uncle's creepy tie dye psychedelic show. It is. <laughs> Whoa, man, the very disorganized. I didn't know you we were coming over. Type radio show. Roger Ebert described uh, making Beyond the Valley of Dolls like it got made by accident when the lunatics took over the asylum. And. Uh, Definitely highlighted in many ways, because Russ Meyer sat down with everyone. Even though it was a comedy, they wanted everyone to read the lines straight. But everyone knew that this wasn't totally right. So when you watch the movie, it's very curious how things pan out. There are different versions of the soundtrack available. And controversially, some of them have a different singer on some of the songs. Amy rushes, But we'll stick with Carrie here on this uh, next song, and then we'll hear the Sandpipers again. Carrie also sings on songs like Sweet Talk and Candyman in the long run, a song that she co wrote with Phillips, Once I Had a Love, and then this number. Here's the Carrie Nations with Look On Up at the bottom.
2: Seems you've had a bad affair, and now you're acting immature.
0: That is credited to the Sandpipers but I suspect there's a bit of a mishmash there because I think that was Bob Stone maybe Stu Phillips because I don't know how many brass sections that band had We're the Carry Nations with Look On Up at the bottom Then we're the Sandpipers with the main title sequence from Beyond the Valley of the Dolls Tenth sequence that sort of harkens a little bit to what happened with Sharon Tate who starred in the 1967 original Valley of the Dolls but uh, once 1970 came along, um, Charles Manson interrupted things there. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls had an early X rating, which uh, was kind of known by the studio, but once Russ Meyer discovered it, he wanted to go back and add a nudity and sex that he was known for, but 20th Century Fox was desperate for any money. The budget was one of the highest that Meyer ever had was $900,000. box office was tenfold on top of it, so it was a hit. Although it's become more of a serious cult hit, as it never was a critical darling. Roger Ebert co-wrote the script. His eventual co-reviewer with Siskel and Ebert at the movies, Gene Siskel says, The movie unfolds with all the humor and excitement of a padded bra. Boredom aplenty is provided by a screenplay which, for some reason, has been turned over to a screenwriting neophyte. I know Ebert and Siskel did not get along that regularly, but I'm sure that was fuel for the fire for the Chicago papers. Criterion Collection did want to put out... Beyond the Valley of the Dolls uh, for DVD and Blu-ray, but the studio said, hey, you have to include the original. So they did in 2016. Meyer directed and Ebert co-wrote a weirder sequel. <laughs> uh, Russ Meyer's final film, a satirical sexploitation, when he was more interested in butts. It's called 1979's Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens. And, yeah, it... No. <laughs> Please don't. Ebert looked back at Beyond the Valley of Dolls and uh, in an essay that I wrote I think of it an essay of our generic expectations it's an anthology of stock situations characters, dialogue, cliches and stereotypes set to music and manipulated to work as exposition and satire at the same time it's cause and effect a wind up machine to generate emotions pure movie without message just like this show Exploding Head Movies that's it for this week coming up in a few minutes it's the jazz show of walker Guided Midnight and Beyond So stay tuned to CITR for this Your Monday evening show Maybe we'll do another psych show soon Although Yacht Rock looms again Feels like I'm overdue on some folk Maybe some funks, maybe some classical but Expect the usual flim flam Hap dashery for next little while Especially because next week is April Fool's again So let's make it weird We'll see what's what The background is Eternal Tapestry Off 2012's A World Out of Time This is Alone Against Tomorrow and in light of news today, change of plans, Scott Walker died, according to most recent label 4AD. He was 76 at the time, still processing a whole bunch of the news. We don't know the cause of death yet, or at least I don't, because I've been busy at work. And back in 2015, we did a profile here on Exploding Head Movies, the legendary Walker brother, as he moved from soulful standards to experimental chantews. I have to process this news, but uh, I think next week, since it's April Fool's, we'll make it weird. Stick up some of his recent stuff But let's go off 1969, Scott Four, Originally titled under his birth name Of Noel Scott Engel and just Scott Walker With Get Behind Me You've been listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver It is spring And the rain is back So enjoy the blossoms While they're still around
3: The signs as we see them There's no thresholds at all There's no vows to be broken As we rise or we fall There's no noise high above us As the moon turns in space Just the face of a lady Who we loved for her grace
2: Get behind me
3: Get behind me Won't you bend my ear again I really need a friend Get behind me Get behind me Remind me to remind me Not to go back there again When the threads of dark moments Start to tremble with sound And an almost formed whisper dies The boundaries surround We keep reaching beyond us Through the shape-shifting clouds Why ain't I like you, brother? So electric, so proud Get behind me Get behind me just bend my air again. I really need a friend. Get behind me. Behind me, behind me, behind me. Remind me to remind me and not to go back there again. Set us free.